0: Listening to Real Conversations and the Brightest Marketing Minds with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin.
1: This, this is, is Marketing, marketing Unscripted. Unscripted.
0: Today we're talking with Allison Brown, Marketing Manager for Rhythm Systems. Allison, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Jonathan.
0: So, if you would share a bit about your background, and what you do at Rhythm Systems?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Ohio, and I'm an Ohio University alum, the Bobcats, not the Buckeyes. And I have a fine art background, and got into marketing in my last uh, with my last company. I worked for a commercial real estate company in D.C. And at Rhythm Systems now, I um, do so at At my company in D.C., I focused a lot on branding, design, events. It was a lot more B2C. So in my current role at Rhythm Systems, um, it's a lot more B2B and lead generation. So Rhythm Systems is a Charlotte-based software and services company that helps middle market companies get more strategic initiatives done successfully, like opening new markets, acquisitions, launching new products, or scaling operational efficiencies.
0: Awesome. Now, I did notice on LinkedIn, and this is what I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. because you even started with this, that you have a BFA. And my wife has a BFA, (laughs) and she's a pharmacist now. So what what drove you or or led you to marketing um, from the initial fine arts degree?
1: Yeah. So my parents growing up always encouraged me to go after and be whatever you can be. And I love that they gave me that advice because they instilled that dreamer in me. But looking back, I wish they would have told me, well, just maybe don't major in art. Maybe you should <laughs> have majored in marketing instead of art. Um, I somehow landed in marketing and it worked out perfectly. And it's really where I feel like I should have gone all along. But looking back, you know, I, I loved art. And in high school, I. I did programs at the Cleveland Institute of Art in the summer, and it was always my favorite class, and so I decided in college to pursue what I was talented at, and then I graduated in 2008, and there were no jobs, let alone art jobs, so I had to make it into the real world, and I landed in marketing, and I love you know, that it allows me to be both creative and the business side of things as well.
2: Interesting. So now, what are your day-to-day activities or rhythm systems? Like, you know, what what are your hands in every day, and what type of decisions are you making?
1: <laughs> um, being a smaller company, my hands are in everything, and we're making you know decisions day to day for our, both our long-term strategy and our short-term um, you know business. We have to close deals and we have to get in front of people and our sales teams has numbers that they need to meet. But we also need to focus on our long-term strategic objectives and growing the company's brand awareness and filling that funnel um, for the future versus just closing what's in our sites.
0: Do you find that... Um in your experience either at your current company or your past experience that sales and marketing really understand each other or is it um you know something that as a marketing manager you need to really help uh, inform the rest of the company on the role that marketing plays
1: yeah so um I think everyone would agree that sales and marketing have a funny relationship and uh at our company, you know, we have a really strong relationship, and it's good. I've seen it where it's the other way, where it's always, you know, oh, we don't have enough leads because marketing didn't bring us leads, and then, and then marketing's telling sales, oh, I gave them all these leads, but they're not closing them because they don't know what they're doing. So, um, I think it's about planning together and just making sure that your goals together are aligned and just really communication and keeping that communication strong between the two teams.
2: So now how are you all creating new leads? Is it online? Is it brand awareness through social media campaigns? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So in the past year we've done, um, we've got a lot of new contacts from digital, from SEO. Um, we are a HubSpot, uh, client and so we use HubSpot as our CRM and marketing platform. So we follow their approach of their inbound methodology and do a lot of blogs um, and you know make sure to have a lot of different pages that go out to SEO and hit the terms and the keywords that we're trying to target. And then also we've done a lot of different partnerships. So we've looked in different areas, for example uh, one area I mentioned that our company works with companies who are trying to grow. So if a company is making an acquisition, they're trying to grow. So we um, worked with an association that's in the MA space and uh, sponsored some uh, webcasts with them. We're going to a conference this uh, spring there, too. So that's been one way we've gotten in leads. Um We've done some social. We haven't had much success in those leads in converting them. Um, so always interested to, you know, see, learn from other people and what they're doing there, especially on LinkedIn and how we can get, find more of those right people.
2: So now what is the size? What is the target size of business that you guys are marketing towards?
1: We market uh, towards mid market companies. So we define the mid market as between 10 million and 1 billion in revenue.
0: So uh, I think a common term you probably hear in marketing and we hear in our, our uh, businesses is creating original, engaging, branded content. And of course, we all know the different um, mediums for that. But I'm curious to know what's working or how do you guys create your own branded Content and w- and how do you define it as original branded content?
1: Yeah, so we have the opposite problem um, of a lot of companies. We almost have too much content. Is our um, company, like I said, is a software and services company, and on our services side, we have a whole team of consultants, and they help. They love to write and help us write tons of blogs. So. Um, one thing that we've done recently is we're trying to optimize our best performing blogs and how do we make them better. They were some of the older blogs that were a little outdated. So recently on one, we went back, we did an infographic, we made the blog much more visual and added like a different call to action at the bottom. And and if that call to action was then for a related guide um, that would contact get their capture their lead information. Um another cool thing you mentioned um how do we create original content. I think it's just staying up to speed with different technologies and formats that are out there. Um, one thing that I've really been focused on this year is video and how do we use video, not only just to put your brand out there but to capture in leads. And I found a really cool tool I tried the other day. It was called Lumen5. And you can take any article. So I had an article I had written a few years ago for our CEO. And it was called Nine Things Great Leaders Do Differently. So you can use that link from the article. And then it pulls up the article and you can select which text you want to go in the video, and it creates sort of like a sort of like a SlideShare type video of the article. So it's easier to digest. You can make it, it turned into like a three minute video that you could put on social media. So
2: basically it's enhancing that written content that a lot of people as scanners, it doesn't matter who they are, what their intelligent level is, reading level, they just don't have time to read that whole, that whole article. So it allows them to kind of go through and it it captures their attention a little bit more.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's so hard to get in front of people these days with, you know, you only have five seconds. So
0: I like the fact that you said you you kind of like facelifted an older post to give it new life and and basically instead of reinventing the wheel, you basically polished it and then kicked it out and then it got results for you. I, I totally agree with that philosophy. A lot of times we'll shoot a video commercial, a branded spot for mm-hmm. a company, and then a year later, uh, instead of you know completely redoing it, we'll just kind of add some new content, some new people, and just give it like you know version two, if you will. So you brought up video. I'm so glad you did since mm-hmm. you're in my studio today. <laughs> um, talk to me about um, the, the the kinds of video that makes sense for your business, meaning like product-driven, promo-driven, live action, animation. What makes the most sense or what's working really well?
1: Yeah, so I think it's it's nice to have a combination of different types of videos. So being a software company, of course, we got to have the demo video. And for that video, it's more of an animated um, short video that guides them through what it's all about. Then we also have some great videos of our clients. And those are more the emotional, the stories, um, personal things, interview style videos. Sure. and. Um, also, we had a really cool video our CEO's daughter just produced. Um so our CEO also bo- wrote a book called Rhythm about our company's methodology and she did a synopsis of the book as one of those like drawing hand-drawing videos. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we're seeing, you know, how we can use that. Um I think what's really made the difference we uh, I mentioned we use HubSpot earlier. We also use a video platform called Wistia, mm-hmm. and Wistia. We just this at the beginning of the year, we decided to integrate, um, do the integration with Wistia and HubSpot, so that Wistia not only houses all your videos, but then in your CRM in HubSpot, it allow when you connect the two, it allows you to see who's watching your videos. Collect all sorts of data, which videos are performing the best, um, where people drop off when they're watching the videos. And you can also gate um, specific videos. Like we have some webinar recordings that we're calling our premium content and going to gate those as well to collect leads. And then um, we ha- also, at the end of like our demo video per se, we have a form that you can insert uh, that to collect meeting requests.
0: Very cool. I just want to follow up on one more question on video. So obviously technology companies explainer videos make a lot of sense, like mm-hmm. you said, and uh, we just did a project for a big uh, blockchain company in Chicago, straight animation. Um, I like the fact that you're incorporating it all. So you're doing live action testimonials, case studies of clients. That's one thing, and I appreciate you saying that because, Every company asks me what what's the first video I should do, and I'm like, you need to get your customers on camera talking about why they love your product, your service, and your people. So my question to you is, um, as a marketing manager, and you know having some capabilities and content like you said, you have too much content. When does it make sense to um, you know shoot a professional level video, whether it's a brand doc piece or you know a 90 second commercial uh, that's digitally aired? When does it make sense to, go, to the, go that route versus maybe producing it in-house?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the difference is when you want something that's going to live on your website um, and that you're going to use over and over again, like a client testimonial video, I would say go the professional route. If you're looking for a quick social media video, then I think it's okay to film in-house.
0: Cool. Chuck, what are your thoughts on that? Chuck has left the building. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck will be back. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate you saying that too because you know, we, I run into this a lot with marketing managers mm-hmm. and, and business owners that the first thing that I, we try to explain is, look, get started in video because the fact that you you're not, you're behind. Mm-hmm. Then figure out... The way to, you know, what you want to convey and why, and then how you're going to get it done. So I think the fact you guys are obviously are ahead of the curve and um, you're engaging both the professional content side of things as well as in house uh, quick social spots, and that's just helping your channel. And I'm sure, as you know, YouTube is the number two search mm-hmm. engine out there. So I think that's doing really good things for your business.
2: So now, how do you all, in your marketplace, are there people searching today for, I need a software? That helps me out and it's tracking key performance indicators and actions and what we're going to do at this meeting and keep us all organized. All these things that your software does, that is very incredible. But are there people out there searching for that or do you have to go ahead and create some type of awareness and put it in front of them? And then how do you go about doing that?
1: Yeah, they're not. So that's, that's our problem. (laughs) Right. Um, our biggest competitor is if the companies just, they can either have a solution like ours or do nothing or just, you know, stick to their normal spreadsheets and their normal way of going about things. Um, so there really isn't an aisle shelf for our product. So, um, that's, one of the reasons why we're starting we're trying to attach ourselves to certain business problems like opening new markets or launching new products or scaling acquisitions so trying to build we're trying to build a community and attach ourselves to that um and you know relate to those search terms
2: it's kind of like creating a market for your product which really doesn't it's just it's so specific that you're, yeah, it doesn't fit into a a normal category of software that people would be searching for on a daily basis. That's very interesting. So you're using the video. Um, Are you doing search engine optimization and things of that nature, or is it really more you're just pumping out content and you get SEO value from that?
1: Yeah, we've been doing search engine optimization and going back through all of our pages. uh, Our website we like i said we kind of have too much so now we're at the point where we've like gone crazy the past few years building things i can and see that ch-
2: you have a post coming out almost every other day yeah on blog. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so we're trying to scale back and re- really instead of like posting we used to post every single like four times a week um we're posting twice a week and finding what works and making it better
2: so when you have someone uh drop a lead in on the website um once the, once that lead goes through, are you contacting that, them immediately or are you giving them time for, you may have given them some value-added content, whether it's a gated video or they've got a free report, you know, are you giving them a certain amount of time before they're contacted? How, how do you guys go about that?
1: Yeah, well, we would like them to be nurtured, uh, but a lot of times, you know, we struggle with then the sale, if it's a good contact, the sales team will automatically wants to jump on them. Right. So especially with a product like ours, they, people do need time to be educated. Um, we have a lot of different guides, and I mentioned our CEO wrote a book, so we use different chapters as um, guides and things for them to digest as they learn and start their journey.
2: Was that a tough process? Because, you know, you're going at using HubSpot and so I, I understand HubSpot and how mm-hmm. that works. But it, was it tough creating those in, that initial content for that those nur- our nurturing campaign or those emails you receive? Was that like a hill to climb, or is that something you have to constantly do once a quarter?
1: Yeah, we're still trying to figure it all out. So we're really? in the midst of climbing the hill, and um, we had too much that was kind of going out and too much. So now we're kind of taking stopping everything and watching our email communications and making sure we're sending the right email communications and versus qu- quality over quantity.
0: Allison, who is your biggest mentor and, and what drives you every day?
1: Well, I have a lot of mentors and people that I look up to, um, I I'd, I'd have to say my boss I I work with her on a daily basis so she you know is really an inspiring woman and a co-founder of the company she's a serial entrepreneur so she she just has so much energy and really is the driver
0: and, and you know what kind of gets you going every day in your job or your life that's that you're just like I'm jazzed up I'm ready to go what is it maybe besides a cup of coffee
1: I think just the the pace of it and the pace of the industry in marketing in general, you're always learning something new. And the moment you become an expert in one thing, you um, read an article about the next big thing. So
2: So I see that you have this Breakthrough Conference coming up this year. Yes. And so what is that and what happens when you go to the, the Rhythm Systems Breakthrough Conference?
1: Yes. So we started the Breakthrough Conference Three years ago, actually, when I joined the company, um, I didn't know it was going to be in my job description, but then right after I started, the CEO said, oh, and do you want to manage our conference as well, since I had a background in events, and so that was our first year, and now we're coming into our fourth year on the conference, and it is a business conference for our Rhythm clients as well as other leaders in the mid-market community, and just anyone who's a fan of the Rhythm Book and you know what the, who wants to you know, grow their business. So uh, this year for our conference, our theme is how to manage growth and win. And we're trying to make it a conference where CEOs and senior leaders can come together and really learn from each other. I'll give you a little sneak peek. We just, uh, you'll be excited about this one. We just finalized our keynote speakers. And um, I'm probably not supposed to say this yet, but I don't know when this will be coming out. But um, Dan Tyre from HubSpot, he was their number wow. six employee. And um, for those of you that don't know, um, HubSpot has grown from like zero to 40, 400 million in the past, what, like 10 years. So super high growth, Boston-based company. So he's gonna tell that story about how the company scaled. And then um, another keynote speaker that we have is the author of uh, the book Blue Ocean Shift, which is a new book that just came out this past year. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. And the concept's all about creating new strategies to leave the Red Ocean, where you're, all the rest of your competitors are and what they're doing, and to find Blue Ocean, new terito- territory where nobody else has gone before. So,
2: Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. That
0: sounds like quite an agenda. I might have yeah. to catch that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Allison, uh, one last question for me. Um, you know, I feel part of... Uh, being a business owner locally and a servant leader is trying to help the next generation uh, get into business or into marketing some you know and maybe even be an entrepreneur one day. What advice can you offer um, you know the new marketing grads that are out there getting their resume up to date and pounding on the pavement, and trying to get hired by companies like and, and work for people like you? what's advice you can offer them to maybe set themselves apart from all the rest?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um I think just, you know, try to experience a little bit of everything and um don't expect to I think a lot of millennials or I guess I'm a millennial, but um a lot of the younger generation that I've worked with, they come out the gate and expect to be doing um the job that they're going to be doing like in 10 years when you know, you need time to grow. And to learn and work your way up through the ropes. So,
0: That's great
2: advice. I think
1: just being, being open and listening.
2: So uh, thanks for being on today. And can you tell uh, our listeners how they can learn more about uh, Rhythm Systems and connect with you?
1: Definitely. Um, you can learn more about Rhythm Systems at rhythmsystems.com. And that's R-H-Y-T-H-M-S-Y-S-T-E-M-S. And um, you can reach me. My email is allison at rhythmsystems.com or just connect with me online at, uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, allison Brown. Thank you guys so much for having me.